You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. I'm Courtney. I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison of the Double X-Files, and this is episode 8, season 2 of the X-Files, which is titled... (sighs) One breath. No, no, Allison, you ruined it. Why? It's just called... (sighs) One breath. Ugh. That's the name of the episode. Yeah, but I was doing a thing, and and now it's too late. Now we just can't do it anymore. Oh, I really beefed it. We're just going to have to skip this episode and go onwards to (gasps) two breaths. It was two. Oh, but now you said it. It was two. (laughs) Oh, you. (laughs) Um, Okay. So why don't you you read the description of one breath, and we'll get started. We'll get this party started. I would love to. Okay. Uh, The Netflix... Episode description of season two, episode eight, one breath, or... (sighs) That's two breaths. Well, no, one was an inhale. Oh, wow. Our breath smells like coffee so bad. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you said our instead of mine. Yeah. To make me not feel so bad. (laughs) Well, I think I'm getting bounced back. Okay, I have a question. Before Uh we even start, you know when you've seen the thing of, like, people who breathe into their, like cupped hand to see if their breast smells yeah. bad. I don't find that works. I feel like you can get a whiff, but you can't get the full bouquet. Yeah. You know you know something that I do that it does work about what? how bad you, you kind of lick the palm of your hand oh. and then wait for it to dry and then smell it. Oh no. And that gives you like the full odor bouquet of your of your breath. I just like basically what I do is I stick my full head into my sweater or t-shirt and just hot box it. <laughs> but then you get the boob sweat smell though. Yeah, but I'm down with that. (laughs) I'm down with the boob sweat. Okay. Oh, Uh, God, what's this episode about? Okay, here's the description. When Skelly's comatose body is discovered at a local hospital, (gasps) Mulder suspects the government was responsible for her disappearance. And by government, we mean Mulder's daddy agency. Yes. Yeah. Um, Well, Skelly's back. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, so that's good mm-hmm. there's no vampires no vampires um so that's good yeah uh the best part of this uh whole episode is scully's boobs oh my god you guys holy shit she just pushed that baby out so her her boobs are on point they were like two zeppelins just like hovering above her chest and all the shots seem to like weirdly accentuate them yeah 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 which i found strange but alluring but i was okay with it yeah we weren't upset about it. no we weren't we weren't upset about it um so scully boob watch 2016 or i guess 1992 yeah or 1993 or whatever that was actually the most important part of this whole episode yeah um, I know that this episode, it seems like, or I have been told by our listeners, because uh, they talk to us now. Yay! Uh, yay, you guys, uh, that this is a kind of the end of that three-part series with Dwayne Barry Ascension. We forget about three, because fuck that. Oh, just toss it right off And we the just boat. toss that. And then, so, and One Breath is kind of the finish, finishing arc. 
Which, A, is weird because there's a linear plot line again. Yeah. Like, every episode connects to another episode slightly, and it really freaks me out. We're finding that very confusing. We're very... We were told, guys, by season one and also the revival that... That homie don't play that. That Chris Carter don't do that. Shit don't need to hook up. But are you telling me that Chris Carter did this before and then just forgot about it? I guess so. (sighs) That seems to be what's happening. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Well, let's get started. Okay. So we start with a uh, sort of storybook voiceover from Skelly's mom. Monologue. Um, Momologue. Momologue. Yep. We start with a momologue. Um, Skelly is in the woods with her two brothers, Charlie and the other one. Okay, so Charlie was the one who was mentioned tons in episode, in the revival. Yeah, so if it hadn't been for the revival, like, we wouldn't even know that that was his name. No, he was the small redheaded one. Yeah. And then the other one was, I guess, the one named after his dad. Yeah. Something something Scully Jr. Yeah, William Scully Jr. William Scully. Ted. Nailed it. You got it, you got it, you got it, you got this. We've been paying attention. Shit, yo. <laughs> People lecture us, well, not lecture us, they tell us, like, oh, you don't know this and this and this and this. And I love that, but I like when we find things out for ourselves, too. Yeah. I like that. We can do our homework. We can listen to context clues and and inference what may or may not happen next. We can read the room. <laughs> so Charlie Scully is the little redhead. Yeah. And, and in, the, in the revival, he's kind of estranged. Yeah, like when nobody knows what happens to him. And, and I think, well, we have two guesstimations of, of why he is estranged. Yes. And and one is because Scully's a cold-blooded killer. Oh, yeah. And literally, like, kills cold-blooded things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, in this monologue, we see her shooting. Basically, they, she gets to play with her dad's gun, and she and her brother are supposed to only shoot at cans, but then they start shooting at a snake, and she a kills the snake. Little garter snake. Little garter snake. Um, and Those then things don't hurt nobody, no how. kind of holds the dead snake in her hands, covered in snake blood. And poop. And those poop. things poop. Well, yeah, most things poop when they die. Well, those things um, real poop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then she's kind of like, why? As she lifts it up to God. Uh, and, and crying. And knowing that there's nothing she can do. Uh, she took that snake's life, and there's nothing that she can do to bring it back. What would you name that snake? What if, like, what if, like, Scully nursed it back to health? And what what do you think she would name that snake? Cornbread. I would name it spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> okay, similar theme. <laughs> similar themes. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so then we go to the hospital where... The monologue is happening. Oh, no, not the hospital. Sorry. Um, I think Mulder's place or Scully's place where oh, the monologue I don't is happening. I don't so know. Scully's mom is talking to Mulder, and then she says, I know how Scully felt that day. And then I wondered, like, what... So is Skelly the snake? Is Skelly the snake? And you're or, Skelly? And you're Charlie? Or is Skelly the can? The can that she was supposed to... And she's the gun? And the snake is Dwayne Barry? No, Dwayne Barry's... Is Dwayne Barry... Oh, Dwayne Barry's dead. I forgot about that. Yeah, Dwayne Barry's dead. Okay. Um. So Skelly... Possibly by Crycheck's hands. Skelly is the tree. Okay. And Skelly's mom is the dad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that checks out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And who's the snake? Um, Mulder? Uh, no, the snake is just a snake. Okay. You gotta... A snake is just a snake. Sometimes a snake is just a snake. And sometimes a dead snake is just a dead snake. Yeah. It's not It's not like an extended and metaphor. sometimes a snake is a dick. Sometimes a trouser snake is a snake <laughs> and also a tra- in the trouser. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the weird thing about this is, so the mom is having this monologue and talking to Mulder. Mm-hmm. I don't know what brought... What question could have Mulder asked to spur this monologue? Hey, has Mul- <laughs> hey, Skelly ever killed a snake? Has Skelly ever killed hey, a snake? Hey, do you have any anecdotes about Skelly killing a snake? Because th- I feel like now is really the time to share them. I feel like this is the moment. Like, when, we should practice. When is the time you've most related to Skelly? Uh, as a snake. As a snake, or a gun, <laughs> or a bullet. Or a tin can, or a Skelly's dad. <laughs> But she's getting a grave. Yeah, they have a gravestone um, for Skelly. And we find out. So it has Skelly's birth date and hypothetical death date. And we find out Skelly's been dead for 40 years. (laughs) No, actually, more even terrifying is Skelly's actually our age. Yeah, Skelly's 30. Which is my my age. And it's going to be my age next year, so just very frightening so that's kind of weird like because scully is mo- like scully mom yeah. like not actually scully's mom but scully mom is scully mom or she wants to be our mommy or we want her to be we our want mommy. her to be our mommy. yeah yeah she, we want her to tuck her tuck just us, tuck in, us and they, in just like just like nobody bothered to do for her <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> um so i guess because scully is a doctor is yeah. a Scully's a medical doctor. Yeah, she's a medical doctor. And so she signed a non-resuscitate. Oh, yeah. So they find Scully's body, you guys. Oh, yeah. I forgot so to mention. Scully. <laughs> uh, and they get a call, I guess, Mulder and Scully mom, um, that Scully's in the hospital and she's on like a resuscitator, a respirator. Well, she's hooked up to a balloon. Yeah, there's a balloon that breathes when she breathes. I don't know what medical purpose that serves. All the shots of the balloon like weirdly juxtapose it with her... Boobs. May I say luscious breasts? Yeah, yeah. and um, it is very just visually a strange choice. It is weird, and she was breathing really heavily. Like I've never seen that before. I don't no. know what purpose that solves, so other than to be juxtaposed, juxtabazookaed, juxtabazookaed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bazooka Joe. Um, so Mulder runs in. Yeah, and he is wearing fuck. The oh my god, Costco ensemble piece de resistance. Oh boy. Mwah. The high Kirkland jeans. No belt. No belt. Shirt tucked in. No belt needed because I believe those are elastic waist. <laughs> oh, no. High. It was like a high collared shirt. But like, was it a three like quarter? A, it was like a long sleeve crew neck, I think. And he had the, the sleeves pushed up. Or it was three quarter. Or which would be even better. That's crazy. And he was just yelling and screaming at everyone. He was saying, where did you find her? And what did, how did she get here? And who who brought her you in? You showed me blah, this. Blah, 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 blah. And then the doctor was like, sir, sir, sir. <laughs> I'll sir? tell you, but you have to sir? stop screaming. Sir, calm down, sir. Sir, please calm down, sir. I'm going to have you ejected from this hospital, sir. And then they, and then the next scene is him calm down. Like patiently. Like not even in jail. Them in the office or something. <laughs> but the lines... Okay, so this episode kept our attention. Yeah. But there was some writing that was a little sloppy. Yeah. Um, this next scene with the doctor. Uh, Made with the no very, sense. With, yeah. So he says, we're not sure why she's like this. And then Scully's mom says, oh, you have to tell us, doctor, why is she like this? Yeah, she says, you haven't even told us why she's like this. And, he, and the doctor's like, like, I just told you, I don't are, know. Aren't you listening? Are you hearing a th- single thing I'm don't saying? Don't you know? Like Christ. Um, I have J.O. Crystal. Oh, yeah. So they go back to Skelly's bedside, and who is there but fucking fabulous Melissa Skelly? 
So we've determined not only is there Mulder's daddy agency, which yeah. we'll get to. They play a very large part in this episode. But there has to be a Scully agency. Just delivering fresh Scullies whenever one so is. So here's, here's one. Commish. Melissa. Uh, Melissa is Scully's sister. What aesthetic did we say? Oh, um, power lesbian witch babe. 90s power lesbian witch babe and she's just dangling that crystal yeah now i said jo crystal and i think you were right yeah uh please google jo crystal yeah because it's a wonderful roller coaster of a craigslist uh ad and i love it i love it so it's frankly amazing i think someone in my gym has a jo crystal really yeah so um he's very he's a as i call a manlet oh boy so you know those really short guys who i mean i am connected to a short man so you know that was a weird way to say that yeah it, it kind of is <laughs> i regretted it as soon as it came out I'm of my upset. mouth uh they're 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 shorter men but they um have that napoleonic complex where they have to get real beefy mm-hmm. because of it mm-hmm. um he's a guy who he's older and shorter and muscly but he has giant fucking, like, the size of my palm, resin crystals. Oh, my God. But the best part is he puts, like, images, like, the Superman logo underneath. What? Yeah. And he makes them, and he pushes it to the other bros, and he says it's empowering. Like, it empowers me to lift heavier things. Yeah, when you charge it up by J-O-ing. Yeah, and I think that's it. Like, he has to charge it up by J-O-ing. Or, no, not him J-O-ing, but J-O-ing someone else. Oh, okay. Or watching someone J-O. That's, when you J-O someone else, that's just a hand breezy. That is a hand breezy, yes. Um, But it's like, and the J-O crystals, like, that he makes them, and he tries to sell them to other bros. I don't know if we've seen any other bro with a J.O. crystal. Okay. But his J.O. crystal, I feel, is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> the more he charges it by, by J.O.ing other yeah, people. Yeah. And he makes them. And one time he had one giant one and kind of two little ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if that's, like, like significant. Do you think each crystal is attuned to a certain person? or like he I was going to say only... one for the cock, two for the balls. There you go. So you got some jiggling, juggling there, and those charge just the caress. Yeah, but you have to do the both the balls at the same time, I assume. I don't know. Sometimes righty and lefty. Yeah, but you don't want to split it up one can per I, sesh. Can I, can I share a moment of... of Courtney's sexual history because I know know the listeners just love that shit I love that shit the first time I found out that one of the balls move (laughs) freaked the shit out of me really yeah because I'm like you know I'm reaching down there and then I'm like well one's missing (laughs) one's one's missing is this guy like lefty go is this guy Lance Armstronging it Oh my god! And then the guy, and then apparently all men have one ball that like moves up, just yeah. tucks right in there, just sneaky, just like just little marble in a skin sack. And then the other one around. just hangs. Nice. And I guess that's like nature's way of protecting one ball. Oh yeah, you got to keep one on the up, one on the down, one on the downsy, ones on the upsies. Yeah, yeah, it freaked me out. I'm like, dude. Do you just have one ball? Is, did you lose one? <laughs> and he's like, and then, and then, so afterwards, I'm like, do I have this conversation? Like, so what happened? Where'd your other, where'd your other where'd ball, the ball go? go? And I knew because I mean, I took, I took uh, sexual health, so I knew there were two testicles. Oh yeah, I knew. I didn't know what they felt. They're kind of like, felt like a bean. It's like a marble in a, a skin d- bag. Yeah, 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 marble in a skin bag. So I'm like, okay, there's one. Mm-hmm. Where's the other one? 
There was the other one. Disappeared in it. It's like in the parting. I'm like parting the the pubes. Like, is it? Is it? Is it? <laughs> is it hidden? Like wearing a pith helmet and just. <laughs> it's like I had a little. I had a little like like uh uh, uh headlamp. Have headlamp, and I'm just like. Mm, Dr. Watson, I presume. <laughs> just surfing my way through. There was no ball. And oh. I got real worried. And I was like, does he have the cancer? Like, sir, did you know that you only have one of these? <laughs> sir? I, sir? I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> anyway, that's how I found I, out. I assume that you call all of your sexual partners sir in Please, like, sir. like a peppermint patty, Marcy <laughs> kind of way. <laughs> yes. 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 Sir? I... Wow, they were two big lesbians, weren't they? Oh, 100%. I just, that just connected with me. Just now. Just now. Yeah. I'm not a big Peanuts reader. Oh. I think it's one of the more boring comics. Well, you're not seeing all the undertones. Well, obviously the lesbian undertones. What yeah. other undertones are there? Uh, well, I mean. Does, okay, does Charlie Brown have cancer? No. Why is he bald? He's just a baby man. Yeah, he's just a... He's like Caillou. He's like a baby man. Who's Caillou? Okay, no, I'm not getting into okay. it. <laughs> not going to get into it. Um, okay, okay, so J.O. Crystal. Melissa Skelly has a J.O. Crystal. She is powered up. She is a fucking hot witchy babe. She J.O.'d with her uh, her Wiccan group. Yeah, and, and she, powered it up so she could save her sister. Just the, the power of a thousand lesbians mm-hmm. uh, to save her sister. Um, And... I like Melissa Scully. I like her a lot. I mean, I like her style. Yeah. Um, but I just, I like her a lot. She got a good vibe. She's more of a believer than Mulder. She's yeah. She's trying to do some Reiki over Scully's bod. Yeah, she did some hot Reiki. She sure did. I got Reiki'd once. Did you? Yeah. I don't know how or why. Okay. But I remember Concerning. being in a room with other people. Is there a bright light overhead? No. Yes. Maybe. It was like a meeting room, and I want to say it was like a girl guide thing. Interesting. Which is weird to me. Yeah, that sounds weird. And there was just a practitioner of Reiki, and she was introducing us, and she like Reiki'd our arms, and it was warm. Okay. But I didn't feel like empowered. I don't know what you're supposed to feel. I'm not sure what Reiki is or okay. what to expect. So it's supposed to be, you don't touch someone, but yeah. you like transfer you your good manipulate vibes. manipulate energy. It's like a geo crystal. But you don't have the J.O. Oh. So maybe. Well, okay. No, no, no. It's like a J.O. crystal, but instead of like impugning your it's crystal. It's em- an emotional J.O.? Um, maybe. Like you're J.O.ing your emotions. Maybe. No, well, I was going to say Reiki is like, okay, so when you J.O. your J.O. crystal. Yeah. Um, you J.O. and then the power is, is, goes into your crystal and you can. That yeah, yeah, all that, like, that sort of but I feel sexual like, kinetic energy. I feel like Reiki is taking the middleman out. Like, you J.O. with your hands. about that? With your hands. Yeah. You J.O. with your hands. Okay. Maybe you have some other things involved, but but So your you're hands. saying you're not touching anything down south at all? Who, me? The person who's J.O.ing with their hands. No, they, they touch. I'm saying that that's how you get the power in your hands. But without J.O.ing. No, no. No. You J.O. with your hands. Okay. Reiki is... Reiki. I'm sorry. Are you out there in the world J.O.ing without your hands? Yeah, you can J.O. without your hands. But just, like, on the rig? Because I feel like that's just the best way. What? Without your hands? Well, without any use of your hands at all. Well, I mean, depends what you got down there, but sometimes you switch it up. Well, yeah, for sure, but I feel like... 
I mean, if you're just getting down to business, yeah, you 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 don't need you don't yeah, strictly yeah. need your no, hands. No, no, no. But for Reiki purposes, okay, I see what you're for saying. For Reiki purposes, you 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 jo with your hands, so just with your the hands. The energy goes into your hands, hands. not the crystal. Exactly. Okay. And then God. and then. <laughs> This is a long road. It is, and I feel like I've been so confused, but I just got it. Okay, and then because you have the J.O. power in your hands, you transfer it to the person. Yeah, okay. And and that's why it gets real warm when you're raking, because your hands are all sweaty and, you know, hopefully you washed. Oh, you got it. You can wash without getting rid of that sexual kinetic energy. Okay, and and that's why, so when the late, I feel like, I feel gross now that I know how Reiki works. Oh, yeah. But so when the lady Reiki'd me, you're like, my arm fell all warm Mm -hmm. and like staticky. That was her energy. That was her J.O. energy. Okay. So she just blasted one off in the room next to us. Came back. Came back and then Reiki'd us and we felt her sexual energy. Done. Love it. (laughs) Gosh. Well, we solved that mystery. We sure did. (laughs) Um... Uh, oh boy so Mulder what Mulder does next is he goes back to his apartment and he puts a sign in the window oh yeah he he masking tapes an X yeah and then puts a lamp behind it yeah and that's just his call for he needs a daddy that's his Mulder's daddy agency signal he yeah. says I need it I need a daddy, and I need a daddy now I need one now but daddy didn't come no daddy came no daddy <laughs> No daddy did came or come, came, cummed, come. <laughs> no, try- no daddy arrived no sexually daddy arrived Sexually or physically. Which <laughs> was sad. Like, Mulder needed a daddy. He needed a daddy in that's, that moment. That's why. I mean, if you think about it, Mulder's daddy agency really dropped the ball here. They did. Because... I mean, it is. it was purely created for Mulder to have a daddy. And he put the daddy symbol up and no daddy no came. No daddy came. Aww. So sad. The system is breaking down. This is just breaking down. Later, um, so he's really upset because yeah. he has no daddy to hold him. Uh-huh. To, to spoon, little spoon him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, oh, and what's worse, no daddy, but we have in the hospital the next day... Fucking goblin R.L. Stein. Yep. Shows up in a suit with flowers for Scully. Oh, God. This guy. This fucking guy. You may remember goblin R.L. Stein as a member of the Lone Gunman. The one who's always making fucking skeezy comments. Oh, gross, gross, disgusting comments. Like, oh, I'd put her bud near my bud and have their bud parts touch. I'd rake you her in that I would J.O. into my hands and then... Not touch her, but just hover hand. Hover hand? <laughs> well, that's what Reiki yeah, is. Yeah, is yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. sexual kinetic energy. Guys, I know the lone... People like the lone gummen. But this guy skeeves us he's out. Super, all of them do. We got... We well, got... He's not, this one's the worst. This one, Goblin R.L. Stein is the literal the worst. worst. Um, and then you have... What's his name? Garth. Garth. Yeah. And we found... We broke... We broke the code. We, we broke the code. We cracked it. You have R.L. Stein, you have Garth, and then there's a third lone gunman. Guys, that's Charlie Scully. That's Charlie Scully, you guys. And look at his fucking ginger hair. Little ginger hair, and he's got little blue eyes, and he's got a little 90s goatee. That, and, and we can't think of a better name for him. Like, he has no uh, connection to any weird 90s star. So we're just going to call him Charlie Scully. Yeah, this is Charlie Scully. And he's like, he, I don't know what 
made him become a lone gunman. And probably, why Skelly doesn't recognize probably him. Probably the snake. Probably the snake incident. Probably the snake incident. Yeah. Um, because of the snake incident, Charlie Scully vowed to solve all snake mysteries. And then he got into lizard people via the snake mystery. Yeah, yeah. And then it just, like, snowballed from there. Absolutely. Does Scully see Charlie Scully? No, she doesn't recognize him. She doesn't know it's him. No. Well, I mean, they've been apart. He's been off the grid for a while. So yeah. it's so understandable. Yeah, I mean. Um, and... So what happens is they, uh, Goblin R.L. Stein and Mulder stole some charts, Skelly's charts from the hospital, and they bring them to Garth and uh, Charlie Skelly, who sort of look up the charts and they say, oh, her DNA is busted. Her DNA is real bad. Yeah. It's like buttermilk in the sun. Real bad. Don't drink it. Aliens and or the government busted her DNA up and now it's, it's broke. Now it's broke. And now you can't fix it, Mulder. Yeah. You can't fix DNA. But we know from the revival, it's just alien DNA. Yeah. And then she's an alien. And also on that screen where they were, like, sourcing her DNA, there were so many letters on there that were not le- well, that's, DNA letters. That's, that, those, uh, alien D- those are alien DNA letters. It's, Don't you know? No, it's just Gattaca, you guys. The science checks out. G-A-T-C. There's a F in there. Gu- that's Guinine, adenine. Fucking. Cytosine. Boron, thiamine, chlorophyll, <laughs> balonium. <laughs> balonium. I would also accept unobtainium, <laughs> Einsteinium. That's yeah. actually one. That's that real. One, yeah. Mm. Americum. Americum. That's real. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Uh, yeah, it is weird. Cauliflower. Cauliflower. Zucchini. <laughs> that's no, just my shopping that's... list. <laughs> I'm making a nice curry tonight with boron and. <laughs> and cauliflower borox borox ew no um, uh so her dna is broke it her went dna off. is broken it went bad yeah uh so we go back to the hospital and um okay there's a ghost nurse yeah there's a ghost nurse and she has lime cat hair yeah i don't know what that has to do with anything nothing but maybe it'll pick up at some point later, or maybe we'll never hear about we'll it again. We'll never hear, we'll about, never it hear again. about it again. Just ghost nurse um, tucks in everyone and kisses their forehead. Well, here's the thing. N- Scully almost never at any point in this episode is tucked in in the bed. Yeah. Like, her feet are just bare and cold. So I think they, re- like, ghost nurse Do you think it was has an- unfinished business, and it's to tuck in everybody that these other, like, nurses Do you think were probably were, overworked or leaving untucked. They were non-corporeal blankets. Yes. yes. I think she was tucked under non-corporeal blankets that we could not see with our mm. human eyes. Okay. Ghost blankets. That makes sense. I'm glad we solved that mystery. Dunzo! Stamp that X-file. Um, but also there's business nurse yep. and she's taken Scully blood. Yeah, she takes a blood sample and then there's sort of like a, the code, a code in the ICU bed next to Scully so the the nurse leaves the blood sample on the table and then Scully or Mulder kind of sees this guy and this guy in, in this duster, he looks just like Mulder. And it reminds me of that comic, you know, where the dog looks in the mirror and he's like, who's that other dog? <laughs> and uh, so that's exactly what this is. Mulder looks over. He sees a guy who looks just like him. He's like, who's that other Mulder? <laughs> hey, who is that guy? Uh, anyways, the guy steals the blood and he runs off. Well, he's, he's um, so he's a member of the daddy agency. He is, yes. We call him Blood Daddy. Blood Daddy. Because uh, as we found out in the last episode, people are into into that. Yeah. So his main line of work is blood theft, and then he gets to keep the blood for his blood play. For his blood sports. Blood sports. Sorry. Blood sports. Come on, Allison. We learned this. If we had watched that episode three mm-hmm. and had not learned anything, 
that would means be a shame. We, it was like an hour waste of our life. Oh no! So we that have to bad. learn at least that. Well, we at least learned about dick and butt and dick and butt. Oh, dick and butt. That has fulfilled my life. Yeah. Really. That's my new goal. Dick and butt. Yeah. Mm mm mm. Like being a participant or just like. Well, that'll take some finagling. But like witnessing it in nature. I'll take either one. Mm. Maybe like. You know how they have whale watches and stuff? Yeah. Maybe, like, we should just forget this whole podcast thing. We should go camp out and the we should, Well, we should, like, have a Zeppelin. Because mm-hmm. I like airships yeah, for me whatever too. reason. Me too. And, and then cruise around, like, the San Francisco Bay Area. Because I feel like that would be the... Oh, that's your top dick and butt area. Yeah. Just from, like, the 70s. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where it kind of spawned on. But I feel like it... Also, I feel like... Our Sunshine Coast. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel maybe Napa Valley because people are getting wine drunk and they just want to experiment with their bros. Yeah, and you want to do, when you're doing the dick and butt, you want to be in a sort of coastal temperate climate. You don't want to be anywhere too dry. I feel, yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to be spending a fortune on lube. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we should just cruise around in our Zeppelin and mm-hmm. hold dick and butt tours. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. How See much- ya! <laughs> <laughs> We're done this episode now. Uh, how much will we charge for one of those? Oh, well, we got to pay for Zeppelin gas. <laughs> so he- is that no? Is that helium or is that? No, we don't want to use helium. That's bad. Which one did the Hindenburg I know. Use? That's why I was <laughs> just asking you. We want to do what ex- exactly whatever the Hindenburg Can we did. just blow into it? Like, <sighs> yeah? yeah. Yeah. And that will make it float, right? Yeah, but you got to just consistently blow. Well, I'm a, I can do that. Can that be my job? Yes, absolutely. Just forever blowing. Yeah. Okay. And then you're going to be the pilot. Yeah. Can we get you a cute little outfit? Absolutely. And then you're like, ahoy there, are you ready for dick and button adventures? <laughs> oh, it'll be like the duck, you know, like those, the ones that go into water and go on land. The ducks. Just ducks? The ducks. Ducks. No, no. No, duck tours. Oh, it's like so. Just ducks. <laughs> no, they're like vehicles. Yeah, like, like amphibious. Yeah, vehicles. and then you go a tour on it, uh, like in Boston and shit. And yeah, you go in the water and then you go on land, mm-hmm. like ducks, but also in vehicles and people ride on them. Okay, cool. Maybe giant ducks. Yeah. So we can be in the air and also on land, but also in the sea, and we cover all the dick and butt. We bases. got all three. Mm, mm-hmm. We're the best dick and butt tour group around the only one you need we'll do a do a groupon and that shit like fuck oh shit we're gonna make we're gonna be so we're gonna make rich cash hand over we're fist. Be so rich <laughs> dick over butt dick over butt <laughs> uh so let's get back to the daddies oh yeah so okay blood things are heating up blood daddy goes into the elevator Mulder tries to get in but he chases him down the stairs and into a parking garage yeah and then there's Rogue Daddy. Rogue Daddy. So if you remember, Rogue Daddy, he took over Daddy Deep Throat's position. Yeah. Daddy Deep Throat it was Mulder's biological, biological father. father. Um, and I feel like, I think we said that this Rogue Daddy, he was part of the Daddy Agency, but maybe he was bros with Deep Throat, Daddy Deep Throat. So Rogue Daddy is new Daddy Deep Throat. Yeah. But in that he worked for the Daddy Agency... Um, and now I guess he didn't like how it was run. No. So he went rogue. Yeah. He went rogue. Uh, and became a new informant for Mulder. Yeah. Um, but basically daddy, rogue daddy meets up with Mulder, pulls a gun on him and says like, you got to stop. You got to let this go. Yeah. You got to just let Skelly go. She's done for. She's yeah. done. Yeah. Man. 
I used to be like you, a man without a daddy. And I thought daddies would solve everything, but bro, they don't. Daddies don't solve everything. You have to stop relying on daddies, is the speech that he gives. Yeah, that's the speech mm. that he gives. Uh, and then Mulder's like, no! Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so he kind of pretends that he's going to go along with what Rogue Daddy's saying, and yeah. then he runs off into the um, laundro, laundro world. Laundromat? Uh, yeah. They went into... They, they went into the garage, but there's also a laundromat in well, there? Well, I think it's the hospital laundromat. But they only had, like, two washers. Well, who are it's we to judge? very efficient. Maybe they don't get a lot. They don't have a big budget. Um, <laughs> People have to share sheets. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You get the guy with the leprosy. You have to share the sheets with, like, a leper guy. Oh, boy. Ooh. So Mulder confronts the other dog, and... Um, the blood daddy. The blood daddy. Mulder confronts blood daddy and he says, hey, give me that blood. So he gets the blood and then he holds the gun up uh, and he says, hey, blood daddy, who the fuck are you and who sent you and who are you working for? The government? Is the government, sir? The government? Are you working for the government? Look at my jeans. <laughs> They're from Costco. Aren't they nice? These are Kirkland's. <laughs> Bitch. And, and, and then, then. And then. And then. Oh, oh my shit gets God. heated. Rogue daddy got a vendetta. Rogue daddy. I Daddy Vendetta. A Daddy Vendetta. He a, commits daddy warfare. <laughs> he started some daddy on daddy warfare. He shoots Blood Daddy in the head. Like, double taps that he shit. He double taps him. Oh, my God. So, this leaves us with a conundrum. Yes. Like, is is Rogue Daddy good? Should we trust him? Well, I feel like we just went through the same thing with Crycheck. Oh, yeah. Sweet baby Crycheck. Now, remember, Krychek, uh was um, a trainee. Yeah, he was a trainee daddy. Uh, but he didn't, he, he didn't, he's gone now. I don't now. know who's good and who's bad and who's double tapping who. I don't know which daddies we want to cuddle with and which daddies we want to fucking ass to butt with. <laughs> <laughs> butt tap. Ass to butt. Ass to, no, not, not ass to butt. That's another tour group. That's a whole other situation. That's another. We'll expand our... our Ass door. to butt. Ass that's just, is that just pooping back and forth? That's pooping back and forth okay. forever. Okay. That's another tour. Completely another tour. That's yeah. something you don't want to do in a hot tub. Yeah, no. That's, that's a real bad that's idea. That's something you want to do in the comfort of your own home with your plastic sheets. Um, um, and I feel like stereo- stereotypical to kind of talk, like, to kind of assume that there's more daddy-on-daddy warfare than any other warfare out yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but this is it. Like, that that's what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, rogue daddy, double taps, blood daddy. And Mulder's just like, what the? What the fuck? What just did, happened? Did, wait, okay, so who caught the blood? Where did the blood go? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Did anything ever happen to that blood? It's just like, it's just in the laundromat. Yeah, just hanging out there. They all forgot about it. Someone, someone's like, oh, is this the new detergent? Oh, boy. And then Mulder's like, but what about AIDS? <laughs> oh, God, Mulder, no. Please stop being topical. <laughs> um, uh, so we then we go visit uh, our favorite daddy, Skinner. Our, so now, okay, we have to establish Yeah, Ma- Skinner is a contractor daddy. Skinner's a freelance daddy. He's the freelance daddy. The daddy for hire. He doesn't work for, he doesn't work for um, the daddy agency. Yeah, no. God, you know what? If the, <laughs> I'm just thinking, if this is listeners' first episode, they'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Even uh, if it's not, they might still feel they that might way. Be like I just really like the X Files. Who's what daddies like? 
What? Why are there so many daddies? Um, if you don't know about Mulder's Daddy Agency, I think it's like the. F- it's just started. We oh, just started yeah. this like this is a season two thing. This so is just a season go back two through scene. season two, and you'll you'll get there. You'll enjoy it for sure. For sure, you can skip the revival. Yeah, skip it. Please skip. Bop it. Pull it. Twist it. Tap well, it. That's the Daddy Agency. Double tap it. Mono. <laughs> Good God, they're so dirty. <laughs> uh, yeah, just just go back a couple episodes and, and you'll see our discovery. You we will. cracked this case wide open. Oh, we cracked it wide open uh, like so, a couple of cheeks. So, <laughs> ooh. Uh, which happens, that's our motto for the dick and butt forever. Yeah, yeah. We crack that open like two cheeks. Mm-hmm. That's our motto. Uh so the ghost of Ronald Reagan is having a serious conversation with Skinner. Yeah. And the ghost of Ronald Reagan is basically saying, you know, if you can't handle Mulder, then we're going to take him off your hands. He says, are you having trouble sitting on Mulder? And Skinner's like, I am not. <laughs> Skinner guffaws cheerfully. <laughs> he says, I guess not at all. Because Ronald Reagan, the ghost of Ronald Reagan is um, head of the shadowy Mulder Daddy Agency. Yeah. But Mulder doesn't know that. No, he doesn't know. And it's so, a cabal. And so, <laughs> it is a daddy cabal. Uh, so, Ronald Reagan it has this kind of struggle with Skinner, who is a freelance daddy. Um, yeah. So, there's this kind of threatening thing. And he says, I'm not having any trouble sitting on it. I mean, him. Him. Uh, I also want to point out, Skinner has a thank you for not smoking sign <laughs> and that just is a hundred percent for ronald reagan oh yeah who's gonna smoke no matter what that's just a fucking passive aggressive move man he, hey ghost got a vape he doesn't vape he's fucking all right smokes now uh after after ronald reagan leaves or ghost you know walks through the wall because he's a, a ghost. ghost um Mueller comes and says about cancer man mm-hmm and he calls... Is this... The, I don't know if this is the first time we've heard him say I Cancer I think it man. is. Like, I've heard Smoking Man before, yeah. but not Cancer Man. And is Cancer the AIDS of this episode, then? Yes. The is topical... the topical topic that Mulder has chosen to topic on? So the next episode's going to talk about, like, drought in Africa? Yeah. It's going to be about Live Aid. Or, like... Oh, yeah. Or Farm Aid. Farm Aid. Well, that's the next episode. Yeah. And then Malaria. Yeah. And then, um... Yugoslavia. Yeah. And then, um, uh, USSR. Afghanistan. Yeah. When did, yeah, that. And then, uh. What happened in the 90s? Female genital mutilation? In, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that happens all the time, but I feel like that's a topic. Yeah, it was a topic. That's a topic that you get you an Emmy to cover. Yeah. Yeah. So cancer is the AIDS of this episode. Yes. Uh, so they had to mention it. So it's Cancer Man. Um, so we didn't mention it, but Scully is physically in the bed, but we go into her mind, yeah, her coma mind, and I guess Scully's in limbo. She's on a boat. She's on a boat. There's a rope tying her to the dock, and occasionally she'll see her sister and Mulder. Occasionally she'll and see the ghost, ghost nurse. nurse. Uh, and, you know, she's, yeah, so she's on the boat. It's a whole metaphorical, symbolic. It's like a metaphor for her DNR or whatever. Her, like, no, DNR? Oh, do not resuscitate. Yeah. I thought you just, I thought you were just referencing DNA. Like, because they got it, her DNA so wrong, it's not DNA, it's DNR. DNR, yeah. Because it's alien. It's alien DNA, which is DNR. 
What does DNA stand for? Uh, do not uh, resuscitate. Dioxyribonucleic acid? Something like wow. that. Wow. Something like that. Good thing you went to body school. Yeah, you, that's not, not not 100% correct you, out there, but it's you, something like that. You learned that real good. Oh, uh, I didn't even learn about DNA and but No, that's not true. I did. You learned in DNA in body school. It's more about the, yeah. Don't don't crush this illusion I have of you. Okay, fine. <laughs> you to me are the closest thing I know to an actual medical doctor. I think I learned more about DNA in like high school bio than I did in body school though. Did you ever make um like a cell? No, cuz we just we learned about bones, dude. No, 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 in high school. Oh, in high school. In high school. You know those really cool science projects where it's like make a volcano blow up and also but like one of the projects I had growing up as a kid and I also used in my own science class when I taught grade six is I made, we made cells, but completely out of edible things. Oh. So like the kids, when I taught it in grade six, uh, the kids like made like the cell membrane out of like Twizzlers and then the inside was jello and they put like a, go- a giant gobstopper for like. That sounds super cool. Nuclei nucleuses and then there were goji bodies and one kid used like swedish fish as goji goji's bodies really good for you though no goji bodies no but goji's like a superfood um what? what i did in high school is we dissected a fetal pig Ooh. Uh, and then my lab partners were a guy that i think at that point was my boyfriend yeah uh, and a friend of his and then as when we finished dissecting it they carved their names into it and if i didn't realize <laughs> boys were a no for me at that point <laughs> if i didn't realize maybe i should step back i don't know what i was thinking from this gender in particular <laughs> just all these cis boys can no go fuck themselves stay far away like did they carve it in the side of the pig? yeah in the in the pig's skin they carved oh, their names in God. and i don't know what oh man i was still riding that heteronormative wave fuck that <laughs> jesus when I, we did, um, I had a really cool biology teacher. We did a starfish. Yeah. We did a fucking giant grasshopper. We did a squid and a frog. Oh, we did a squid. That was fun because you get to take the pen out and write with it. You took the pen out and wrote with it? Yeah. Ours had a giant, like, fucking ball sack. Oh, really? With spermies in it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dope. But we also did a cow eye. Mm-hmm. And, oh, we did that. Yeah. And <laughs> I remember I was a, I was not. I mean, I was a smart kid, yeah. but I was not a, a, I was a class clown. Yeah. I was the kid you really, like, when I'm a teacher, I don't want the type of kids I were in <laughs> my class because they're fucking douchebags. Um, so we had the cow eye and we had to take the lens out and we couldn't for the life of me, like, break the gelatin. Oh, yeah. So I fucking put it on the ground and stepped on it and the lens hit my teacher in the ankle. Oh, my God. And, um... Then we were, like, freaking out about how it looked like a Skittle. And then we dared each other to eat it. And I don't know if anyone ate it, but I want to say someone ate it. Oh, God. And then had to go to the nurses because, you know, that stuff is, like, Full of formaldehyde. Yep, yep. That's, you can't be eating that, man. I also. Maybe uh, if it was fresh. I also spilt some sort of acid on my shoe. (laughs) And that ruined that shoe. Yeah, that sounds like it might. Um, But that was also the teacher who, like told me because i wanted to be a marine biologist then and she's like no this is not happening it's, for you friend like no not a chance no oh man yeah so fuck her man fuck her fuck her mrs lawson Aw. fuck you mrs lawson 
breaking my dreams of becoming a marine biologist. I could have been great. You could have been great. I could have been the next Jacques Cousteau. Mm. But like a female version. Jacques Cousteau? Cousteau. Jacques Cousteau? Yeah. Is he like a sporty sandwich? (laughs) No, he's those things you do like Dutch ovens with. You put in the oven. No, that's Le Crusette. That's La Crusade. <laughs> Jacques Crusoe and La Crusade. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, so this... I smell food. Do you smell food? Is that your sweet husband cooking us lunch? <gasps> We're going to have pancakes, you guys. Pancakes? Yum, yum, yum. Grand slam. Okay, so we got we to gotta finish yeah, this we up. we got to wrap this up because I want those pancakes. I want some pancakes. Um, so Skitter and Mulder talk and Mulder's sad and I don't know. They say oh, words at each other. I do want to say, okay. So Mulder goes, oh yeah, I fucking don't care about this. Let's go the, Mulder confronts. Smoking Man. The ghost of Ronald Reagan. Someone gives him the address um, for the ghost of Ronald Reagan and it's West, 900 West Georgia Street, which is the Fairmont Hotel. Yep. Um, And he, so he goes up to uh, ghost of Ronald Reagan's apartment and just basically holds a gun to his head. Yeah. And the ghost of Ronald Reagan says, and I quote, I've watched presidents die. Including myself, because Including I myself, am a ghost. Because I am a ghost. And JFK, because I, I shot him. I shot him. him. As our listener, Nao, told us that yeah. the ghost of Ronald Reagan goes back in time and shoots JFK yeah. at the grassy knoll. Um, we'll probably find that out later. We're very this, excited. I guess this is our first hint of, like, that he is the ghost of Ronald Reagan. Yeah, and he basically says, like, I know all this crazy shit, and I yeah. couldn't tell you, and if I told you, then, like, if everyone knew what I knew, shit would get crazy. And we were like, come on, shoot him. Shoot the ghost of Ronald shoot Reagan. Him, shoot him, You have your ghost bullets, right, Mulder? Yeah, he's your got go- his ghost bullets. Which he's he's killed bullets, and then he makes them ghosts, and then well, he puts them in his gun. What you Actually, what you have to do is you have to carve bullets out of crystal, mm. and then you have to charge them by J-O-ing, and put them in your gun, and then you shoot a ghost. How would, but I don't, that does not check out, no, Allison. it does. I, it doesn't, because if you J-O, you imbue life into them. Yeah, what, it's like, um, you know, in video games, when you can use healing spells to kill undead? Oh. Mm. Yeah. I was going to say, instead of J-O-ing to completion, you fucking edge it. Oh, shit. <laughs> so it's like you're not imbu- you're not giving it, it. You're like giving it almost negative geo. Yeah, you got it. Because it's like, oh, I need that last little bit, but I can't oh, have God. it. So Phil Collins does it all the time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So you play a little in the air tonight while you <laughs> make your no, edge crystals. Is it, who's the guy who does I like... I feel it almost coming in the, the air tonight. tonight. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Isn't Phil Collins the guy who, like, fucking can go forever? No, that's Sting. Oh! That's who I... That's... Okay, Mulder goes to Sting to buy the edging bullets. Yeah. And that's how he can kill the ghost of Ronald Reagan. What? So he doesn't make his own? He buys them from Sting? Well, because, I mean, Sting, if you're going to get good ghosts... Yeah, you got to get the best, and Sting's the fucking best. He can go for fucking days. He's got that fucking tantric shit. I don't even know why I said Phil Collins. So that I could sing a few bars of In the Air tonight. It was a favorite to me. To me, Phil Collins is Sting. Like, they're the same person. What? Isn't Phil Collins like a... All men, all white men look the same, well, that's Allison. The same. But that's true. But Phil Collins is from Genesis and Sting is from the police. Oh, okay. And don't even, don't even talk to me about Peter Gabriel. And okay. Sledgehammer. 
Who was, what band was Eric Clapton in? Um, fuck. Wings? No. Wings was Paul McCartney. Wings was Paul McCartney and Stella McCartney. And who McCartney? Stella. Who's Stella McCartney? Linda? Stella? The one he was married to. Well, which one? The one without a leg? Yeah. Oh, okay. Linda? He's married now. What? I'm Paul, so can I just Can I just use this time to say that I love old lesbians, but... Paul McCartney looks like an old lesbian. He super does. Like super old lesbian. Yeah. He looks like he could be my role model. (laughs) That's who you want to grow up with. I feel like all lesbians just want to, they're like, you know what? When I'm 60, that's who I'm, that's what I want to be. Yeah. You go through your Kristen Stewart phase, then you go through your Ellen phase, then you go through your Paul McCartney phase. You go through your Paul McCartney phase. And you marry a nice woman. Uh, Again and again and again. Um, So anyway. Okay, so we're going to jump ahead to, well, I don't actually know what happens. Uh, no, 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 let's oh, do oh, the yeah, quitting. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. do the quitting. Mulder, so Mulder types up a letter of resignation, and he hands it to... He, <laughs> it's really cute. He's it's like, adorable. He hunts and pecks. He hunts and pecks, like, delete, delete, delete. And then he signs it, and then he's packing up his office, and Skinner comes in in a hot fucking rage. Oh, my God, you guys. Skinner's been edging all night over this letter, and now he's going to get it out. He's making some ghost bullets. <laughs> so he rips up the letter of resignation and oh, he tells Mulder a fucking passionate this, story. This is fucking unacceptable. About how he, when he was 18, he enlisted in the army and he went to Nam. He went fucking Nam, you guys. He was in fucking. Skinner was in fucking Nam, you he guys. Was, like platooning everywhere. He was fucking apocalypse nowing it. Oh, so he tells a story about he almost died and he saw himself go into a body bag? basically did die, I guess, or it's ambiguous. And then he, from a distance, saw the the Viet Cong strip his body of its clothing and weapons. So he was just seeing himself there nude in the Mekong Delta. Just just sweaty, sweaty ghost body. And uh, looking at himself and then he saw some some, uh, American military peeps come and put him in a body bag and take him back to Saigon. They found a pulse. Yep. They found a pulse. He was edging so hard, he died. <laughs> That's why making ghost bullets is super dangerous. Because you might accidentally become a ghost yourself. That's why you have to you have to consult the professional Sting. Sting. Sting will make you the ghost bullets real good. So they took Skinner back to Saigon. He woke up in Saigon, and that's where the plot of Apocalypse Now begins, because he's Martin Sheen. Yeah. Uh, so he's actually Martin But he makes this line, Molder, every life, every day is a danger and then they just make out they just have just sloppy fucking makeup. tongue i was not expecting it but i was very pleased <sighs> i mean if we're gonna do the bit how it should have ended that should have been how it is that your that's how <laughs> no it no ended? i got another one i got okay. another one i got another one uh but that would be my secondary one he also says the phrase terminal intensity or yeah. is that someone else? No, it just oh, says... Oh, that's with, the doctor. Oh, with terminal intensity? What was all that about? I don't remember. Well, I like that phrase anyway. Um, I have the daddies were here all along. I don't know what that is either. No. So this we can just blurring. skip it. This is all blurring. It's all blurring. We were just like too much making out, man. Yeah, we hot got, man on man basically action. Basically, our minds were so blown by that hot Skinner Mulder makeout scene that we forgot everything else that happened in the episode. Except that Scully wakes up, which we were stoked oh, on. Oh, yeah. We get some POV, but it's Scully like in a... It's a weird angle. Weird angle, because it's supposed to be Scully 
Scully's point of view. Like, looking down at her body in the hospital bed. But if it was really Scully's point of view, it really just would have been her seeing her own boobs. All we would see was her own boobs. Her giant zeppelins. Yeah. Giant fun bags. Giant milk bags. Oh, God. Because she is... (laughs) That's a beautiful moment in a young mother's life, those milk bags. Could also call testicles milk bags, though, in a... I don't know how you feel about oh, that. Geez, I don't, there, see, there you I don't go. feel good. There I don't feel go. good about that. Nope. <laughs> but two milk bags, as we've previously established, not one. Yeah. Another one's hiding. Yeah. Another one makes some milkshake when it just twitches a little. Oh. Up and down, up and down, up and down. Oh, I need to lie down. Up and down forever. <laughs> you are lying down. Oh, God. It's not enough. Okay. Uh, Scully's awake. Scully's Mulder, awake. Mulder spoke to her sweetly. Yeah, that's it. And she woke up, and then they're, like, a little cute and awkward, and he gives her her cross back, and, and then she... What does Mulder give her as a present b- besides Like, a, a VHS of sports bloopers. Why the fuck? I don't know. Like, is it Don she Cherry's... Likes, she likes sports. Don Cherry's Route and Ready, like, f- Best Hockey Fights 1993? Yeah, yeah, it is. And then there's a Stomp and Tom Connors uh, music video on oh the end. Oh, my God. Anyway, that's how it ended. Yeah, that's how it ended. Well, and she asked about the ghost nurse, and then the other nurse said, I've worked here for 10 years, and there's never been a ghost nurse. nurse Owen here. Been dead for 11 years. She died 11 years ago. Anyways, that's That's how how it it ended. But here's how it should have ended. It's Carter and Friends. I know you tried real hard, but you shed the bed again on this one. Nothing to fear. Courtney and Allison are here to clean up the mess that you've done. It's how it should have ended if you weren't so fucking bad at writing. Hey, Allison. Yeah. How should have this ended? Basically, I think how this episode should have ended is that just at some point, at literally any point, other than (laughs) however long this episode took, because God, it felt like forever. Yeah. After all the... I'm going to say after... After Skinner's speech to Mulder about Nam, yeah. um, Mulder should have been invigorated by their hot fucking makeouts. Yeah. And he should have gone to Skelly's bedside and he should have just whispered in her ear, Hey, hey, <laughs> remember that time you killed a snake? <laughs> and then she wakes up. And she's like, oh shit, I remember. She's like, I remember. It's a metaphor for everything that's happening and that's how my mom feels. And I'm awake now. And that poor snake. This episode can end. Poor spaghetti. Poor, poor cornbread the snake. I killed him, and I accept that, and I'm alive again. That's a good ending, Allison. Thank you. Yeah. How do you think it should have ended? Uh, so, you know when Allison got the call that Scully was awake? I think it should have ended instead of him picking up the phone. Did you just say Allison instead of Mulder? <laughs> I don't know. You did. I just had a great you setup. when Allison got the call. When... When Mulder got the call... I'm upset. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Mulder got the call that Scully was alive. Um, instead of picking up the phone, it actually went to voicemail. Mm-hmm. And it's just a slow pullout of Mulder. Like, he's not answering the phone because he's so depressed. Mm-hmm. He's so sad. Because we saw him break down. And it's a slow pullout. And then the answering machine says, Believe it or not, Mulder's not home. Please leave a message at the beep. And it's just just a slow pull out. I must be out or I pick out the phone. Where could I be? We're almost out the window now. Yeah. Believe it or not, I'm not home. Executive producer, Chris Carter. Yeah, nailed it. That's how it it should have ended, obviously. 
Let's rate this bitch. Let's rate this bitch. I rate on a spooky scale. Wasn't so spooky. Mm-hmm. Though the concept of limbo just being in a boat, that's yeah. a little spooky. That was a little spooky. So I'm going to give it a 1.5 out of 5 alien thumbs up in terms of spookiness. Okay, cool. Just the boat concept. I I don't cool, enjoy cool. that. Yeah. Uh, I rate on a rage scale, one being not angry uh and um it's a volume and then it go it's like a volume you turn it up and then it goes up to babylon all the way to babylon we used to have 10 but now it just goes to babylon Mm -hmm. um and so i'm gonna give this i'm gonna give it a like a four because i felt like it went on way too long but there were parts of it that i really liked it should have ended with the snake yeah it should have ended with Mulder saying hey remember when you killed that snake yeah um because then it would have come full circle it would have been bookended by that snake yeah uh, and it's hor- horrible death. That's good. Yeah. I think it's time for some personal X-Files. Personal X-Files. Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Because we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get abducted, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X-Files. Um, so this is from a website that was sent to us by Space Cadet Katie. Space Cadet Katie, um, she's awesome. She's from Massachusetts. But is not a mass hole. We've established that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, she sent me a website called newenglandfolklore.blogspot.ca. Oh, my God. And I don't know if you're why you're in New England and using a .ca. That's our word, yeah, .ca. Yeah, you can't use that. So that's Only we weird. can use that. Um, I was cruising through, and they have some cool stuff. There's a story about a frogman. But this one caught my eye, Allison. Mm-hmm. It's Perry Boney, mm. the man who... Might have been a fairy. Good, good God. I feel good God. like we should just take that and adapt that for a movie. Yeah, we're yeah. writing this copyright. Okay, so uh, the blog uh, says, as you read the story, ask yourself this question. Was Perry Boney human or was he something else entirely? So you guys have to make that call. That's up to you. Uh, that's up. That is your choose your own story, friends. Uh, Perry Boney lived during the early 20th century in a rural mountainous area of Connecticut called the Great Basin. The area was populated mainly by lumbermen and a few farmers. Wow. <laughs> That's like my dating uh, structure there. <laughs> mainly by lumbermen and a few farmers. Uh, although the ruins of old mills and industrial sites litter the landscape, neither a farmer nor a lumberjack, Boney, <laughs> made his living operating a very tiny general store near the Great Pond, Green Pond Mountain. His store was really no than a booth in the middle of the woods and was so small okay and was so small then other than its proprietor it could only accommodate one adult or two children so one child on top of the other i guess yeah uh and only if they were small yeah two two kids in a trench coat or one man uh a painting of custer's final battle which was an ad for a whiskey company hung on one wall a tiny path with a gate led to the store path blah 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 blah. uh i want to get to the fairy shit yeah wait here we go. No one was really sure, sure where Boney came from either. One day, he and his tiny sword just suddenly was there. Almost magically. Amazing. Small children were convinced he could talk with the fairies that lived near the mountain brooks. And some thought he himself was a fairy. He certainly looked the part. He was small and thin and had wildly unruly hair. He was only two inches tall and had wings. I actually had that. 
that part. Oh, okay. Uh, that would be weird, though. He had large brown eyes that seemed to look right through whoever talked to. His habit of playing the flute on moonlit nights added to his fairy mystique. Oh, my God. That's my aesthetic. Uh, but sometimes some skeptics said the music was really just the wind sighing in the trees. Okay. Um, That's not very nice. <laughs> I love this, this last paragraph. The adults of the Great Basin may not have thought Boning was a fairy, but there was definitely something unusual about him. How, for example, did he actually make any money? <laughs> Whenever he ran out of something in his store, he would just walk to a general store nearby in Sherman, where he purchased the item at the same price he sold them in his store. If he bought candy for five cents in Sherman, he sold it for five cents in his tiny store. If he bought Cormel for 50 cents, he sold it for the same price. How did he manage to run a store if it never made profit? Well, hmm. first of all. So I think, no, well, go on. He lives in a shack in the woods or he's, yeah. his, his store is a shack in the woods. Yeah. He's selling porn. Okay. And drugs. Yeah. Uh, I think this is kind of the one of those, um, I don't know if it was like a Twilight Zone episode yeah. where Boney is really a devil. Oh. And so he Hello. sells you things that have a curse. Oh, like the monkey paw. Yeah, like a monkey paw. So he sells you shoes that makes you run really fast, but then you can't stop running and you die. Mm -hmm. uh, or you have a mirror that shows you you're beautiful, but then you become obsessive over it and then you really turn ugly. So he could sell you like a picture of Dorian Gray. Yeah. Okay. Like there's a full out Dorian Gray situation happening. Oh, interesting. So I that, like that. That blog is again, I closed it uh new england folklore blog cool yeah it's got some cool stories there uh, so thank you katie for sending in that personal thank you katie before we get to our predictions we want to give a couple of spooky shout outs oh yeah uh, now that people are actually uh talking to us on the internet we're i mean super they, excited. they talked to us before well, but that's it... true we had ann Oh, and those dick pics. Oh, and those dick pics. I those... mean, we were into it, so. No, um... no, guys, don't send us dick pics. <laughs> don't, you don't fucking. Allison. I'm sorry. Don't open up that can of physical and metaphorical worms. No, I'm sorry. Please never send anyone dick pics unless don't they explicitly ask do that or we're going to tell your mom. We will tell your mom. But yeah. thank you to cool people like at Rye underscore Harkness who called us the worst podcast to listen to while eating, which is the greatest praise we've ever received in our lives. We're going to just tattoo that tweet on our on our foreheads. Yes. Oh, my God. And thank you to, to Nia Nazer at yep. Nia Nazer for sending us the song uh, from Three. She's our soundtrack like She sends guru. us all the songs that we get excited about yep. and then rags on us for not looking them up ourselves, which we love. <laughs> um, and thank you to Benedict Arnold at David John Cornwee for... Um, Telling, telling us, us how wine colors are happen. Yeah. 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 Tells us how to make wine. And also, um, uh, he sent us a message, but Allison, don't look at the message. Because it's something about Queequeg. Oh, okay. Yeah, but don't look at it. Okay, I won't. Yeah. Okay. I want you to have that mystery. Thank you. I appreciate Thank that. Thank you, guys. Thank you for Thank getting you. on the tweets. How can they get us on the tweets, Allison? You can hit us up on the tweets at Double X Files. You can get us on Facebook at Double X Files. It, and can, it's double spelled out. Yeah, D-O-U-B-L-E. Uh, you can get us on Gmail at Double X Files Podcast at gmail.com, or you can get at us on Tumblr at Fuck Yeah Double X Files. And remember, guys, uh, we do have a Patreon perk, patreon.com slash thunderquack. You can get some sweet ass snail mail from us. And that shit's about to heat up. Oh shit. We mentioned our season two 
CD mm-hmm. um, in which we pick songs that reflect uh, the episodes yep. in season two. Guys, we have it all scheduled out. This is a fucking three CD set. Yeah, this is a three-parter on each disc you're gonna get 16 songs yeah eight episodes we each pick a fave for each episode uh this mixtape this set of mixtapes is nothing like anything you've ever seen before and it's only gonna cost you seven dollars per set yeah seven dollars per set i mean fuck like that's you can't even get like i don't know that's like i don't buy music anymore so i don't know how much you can't even get that deal at columbia house yeah like picking out all your little stamps and Oh, yeah, Licking shit. them and putting them on the postcard and Fuck. sending them out. That's cheaper than that. Come That's on. cheaper than that. So get on the Snail Mail Club because you are going to enjoy these sick beats. If you, uh, so you're going to have to join the uh, patreon.com slash thunderquack. $7 will get you um, our three CD set. You have to do it by June if you want the whole set. Yeah. So we're going to, disc one comes out in June, disc two comes out in July, and disc three comes out in September. Yeah. So you got to, you got to get on that real quick. We'll kiss each one. We will, yes, we, we will, will kiss each one. We will reiki each one. We will reiki each single one. Um, and besides music, it's also going to have some extra tidbits on it that you will not get some extra in the dirty, podcast. Dirty, dirty tidbits. Uh, so do that. Come on, play with us. Yeah. We want to have fun. Yeah, play with us so we can reiki. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do some predictions. Yeah, let's do some predictions. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Um, is it my turn? It's your turn. Okay. Uh, so, season two, episode nine is called Firewalker. Oh. Well, I, um, I think that's separate but legally distinct from fire starter yes so it's just going to be based on the prodigy video okay so they're in the sewer and there's like weird people down like grunge there's a weird grunge band in the sewer oh and they gotta get those guys out of there (laughs) they are ruining everything The whole town infrastructure is just going down. <laughs> they just gotta, they just gotta get out of there. Get out of there, guys. That, that's just, that's my prediction. That's your prediction. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I'm excited to see if you're you right. have, you have one point. I have zero points. So God, I hope it does something for me. <laughs> Come on, prodigy. Come on, prodigy. Okay. Uh, so remember, guys. Until next time, the, the truth, truth is out there. there. I'm a fire starter. Da, 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 da. I don't know if that's how it goes, but. <laughs>